0: Welcome to the Peachy by Nature podcast, where we explore the beauty of life and self-love. Join me, your host, P. Shea on a journey of self-discovery, personal growth, and empowerment. This podcast is for those who want to escape from the chaos of everyday life and take a moment to unwind and reflect. With insightful discussions on communication, personality traits, femininity, love, hygiene, and drinks, Peachy by Nature offers a fresh and alternative approach to life's challenges. As your host, I bring a unique perspective to the table, drawing from my own experiences as a college graduate, wine lover, and personal development enthusiast. I am committed to providing you with valuable insights and tools that you can use to improve your life and relationships. So whether you're looking for inspiration, guidance, or just a friendly voice to listen to, the Peachy by Nature podcast is here for you. Join me on this romantic and trustworthy journey, and let's discover the beauty of life together. Hello, everyone. I am so happy to be back talking to you guys. I know it's been a couple months since the last episode, but I wanted to let you guys know that I did move. And moving did take quite a bit of my time, but I am happy to be back now that I am settled into my place. And I had a million episodes that I wanted to record for you guys before this one, but a lot of people still ask me questions, so I wanted to go ahead and just jump right into this one. Today's episode is the nature of your health. And That comes from the fact that I was vegan for three years. And even now, three years later, a lot of people still don't know that I am no longer vegan. So I wanted to go ahead and make this episode to explain why I am no longer vegan and what my diet consists of now. So let's go ahead and hop right into that. So. I want to say my sophomore year of college, I, of course, was having like your standard college student diet, especially as a freshman and sophomore. I feel like you eat whatever is accessible to you. So then I was eating at the cafeteria, which we called the CAF, or we were walking locally to the chicken spot down the street called Blessings. And I don't know about you guys, but... In my friend groups, there was literally like, what, one or two people that actually had transportation, so we either ate in the cafeteria and chose from that, or we went local. And of course, so, you know, you're eating like chicken, especially on what, fried chicken Tuesdays, fried fish Fridays, that's the kind of stuff we're eating, right? So it was the end of the first semester of sophomore year, and one of my friends was like, girl, I quit eating meat and I went pescatarian. So I'm just eating, you know, for those of you who don't know, a pescatarian diet is when you basically cut out all meats except for seafood and fish and you still eat, you know, any dairy grains, leafy greens, fruits, vegetables, you know, everything else. So that's what pescatarian is. And she was doing that And I was like, wow, I want to try it. She was saying how healthy she felt and how good she felt. So I was like, okay, I want to try it. But around this time, it was, what, Thanksgiving and Christmas time. So I was like, I'm going to wait until after Christmas and go ahead and start that. And so I went home that year for Christmas and you know, my family, we eat the the ham, the turkey, even the chitlins. And yes, I grew up on chitlins. I am not afraid to say it. So it was funny when people used to be like, Oh, you you you're vegan, you don't know what you're missing. Like, trust me, I've had it all. I I'm not missing anything. <laughs> so um I was getting my meats during Christmas and I wasn't finishing them. I think I was so mindset ready and body ready to start this pescatarian diet that I just wasn't finishing my meats during Christmas. And a lot of it was ending up in the trash. So I believe it was the 26th or the 27th of December 2016, when I just went ahead and started being pescatarian. And that lasted for, I want to say, three to four months before I was like, you know what? I just want to go ahead and go vegan. Because I was influenced to be vegan, there's a lady, Fully Raw Christina. I followed her for years, and I always was very inspired by her because to eat fully raw vegan no cooked vegan foods like that's that's very different from you know what most Americans eat so I was like you know what I want to go ahead and try veganism all I had to do was really cut out the seafood because I did I wasn't a big dairy eater so I went ahead and went vegan and then that was a few months before Netflix came out with what the health And when What the Health came out on Netflix, everyone was going vegan. And it made me happy because I didn't feel alone, and more food places were coming out with vegan options. And, you know, people were asking me questions what do I eat? And it was like, you know, I had more of a community. I was joining Facebook groups and, I had my, you know, community and friends that also ate vegan. Now, it wasn't any of my close friends, but I did have, you know, the people that I could reach out to that were also vegan. So I know like at this moment, I'm making it sound like, oh, veganism was going so well for me. But there were numerous amount of times where I would find out something I was eating was no longer vegan. And it would literally like destroy me. And it was October of 2021 when I found out that white sugar wasn't vegan because in the U.S. they filter it through bone marrow. And a lady in one of my Facebook groups was talking about it. And while I'm reading this, I'm eating Nutter Butters. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And that was literally my last straw because keeping up with the vegan diet was hard. It was like everything that you were eating, you would find out was no longer vegan. And there was even a candy that I like to eat that they started, I noticed that it didn't say vegan on the label anymore. And there was gelatin in it. And if you don't know, gelatin is made from either pork or beef. And I was just flabbergasted. Like, oh my gosh, I ate pork. Like I was so distraught. And there was so many times where I ended up accidentally eating things that were not vegan. And you may be thinking like, well, if you went vegan for your health or whatever the situation may be, why are you eating candy? Why are you eating Nutter Butters? And I can say that I did not eat the healthiest during my vegan diet. I was that vegan that ate the vegan junk food. I ate the vegan pizzas. I ate the vegan Impossible Meats and Beyond Burgers, especially when Burger King came out with their Impossible Whopper. Because as a vegan, I need convenience too, right? And where I live is not as convenient To get vegan food compared to if you're like in New York or L.A. or Atlanta, in bigger cities where they have places that, multiple places that serve vegan food, it's not as convenient where I'm from. So it was one of those things where I can say that that played a part in it, too. So October of 2021 was when I was like, yeah, I'm over it. And I went to a birthday dinner for one of my pro fights. And for those of you who don't know, I am a proud member of Sigma Gamma Rho Sorority Incorporated. Yip to my sorors. But I went to a dinner for my pro fight and it was her birthday and she had lamb chops and a lot of us wanted to try because this is when lamb chops was starting to get really popular. And we tried it, and I really liked it. I was like, wow, this is so good. Following that, I was talking to one of my friends, and I was like, yeah, I'm no longer vegan, like really distraught about it. And she was pescatarian at the time, and she said, yeah, I'm kind of over my diet too. And that's when I told her I had lamb chops. And she was like, I want to try. Let's go get these lamb chops, and we don't have to tell anyone. So we took our no longer vegan and pescatarian behinds to this restaurant, which is now my favorite restaurant in the city. (laughs) And we went and tried these lamb chops. And when I tell you, we devoured them. Like, we... We tore these lamb chops up and it wasn't like the little lamb lollipops that you get. Like these were nice sized lamb chops. So we ate those and that's when it just went from there. I was no longer vegan. So last year I went to a place in Atlanta. I don't know why I went to Atlanta because I could have shopped for herbs locally, but I wanted to get herbs you know, going into the cold season to prepare. So like elderberry and herbs that you would get to prepare for cold and flu season. And I went to Atlanta to do that. And I went with my friend. Her stepmom suggested that we go to this place in Atlanta and the place tests you for your blood type and tells you how to eat for your blood type. And this was very interesting to me because... As a vegan in one of my vegan groups, I was following a lady and I can't think of her handles off the top of my head, but I'll stick them in the show notes. But she used to do a vegan, a raw vegan diet and she would also do worm detoxes. And after that, she ended up going to a regular vegan diet. And then after that, she started eating for her blood type. And she got a lot of backlash from the vegan community, but I was always interested in how to eat for my blood type. And there's a book about it, you know, from like the 70s, but I never wanted to get the book because I didn't know my blood type. Well, this place tests you and tells you your blood type and then tells you what you should and shouldn't eat. And when I went, it was so mind blowing to me that a lot of the foods that I ate while I was vegan, my body could not digest my blood type, which is o positive, becomes inflamed when I eat a lot of the things that I was eating as a vegan, which explained a lot because I was very bloated as a vegan, my midsection, my stomach area was very big and I learned that my body cannot digest things like avocados, which I ate a lot, beans, which I ate a lot, and cabbage, which I ate a lot. And it was so like, I was so flabbergasted at the fact. And it was like, wow, that makes so much sense. So the diet that I am supposed to eat, which benefits my blood type and doesn't make me inflamed, is a high protein and leafy green diet. The best meats for me are beef and lamb, where the best greens for me are like leafy greens, such as spinach and kale, and then greens like broccoli are good for my blood type. And it was just so mind-blowing. And I know you guys may be thinking like, how do you even know that's a thing? How do you know that that works? You thought veganism worked. How do you know this works? Listen, listen. So I was told at the place that I cannot eat grains. My body cannot digest grains. Because if you're O positive blood type, our ancestors were hunters. So they ate what they hunted. So my body does not digest grains well. I used to eat oatmeal every day, instantly cut out the oatmeal. And I wasn't just eating like, rolled oats or your packet oats. I was eating still cut oats. Like they weren't even processed kind of oats. Took 10 minutes to cook type of oats. Like I was eating oats, oats. (laughs) So I was eating oatmeal every day and I instantly stopped. Two months later, I tried to eat a granola bar, instantly heartburn. After I started eating for my blood type, I no longer had heartburn and I got it back when I ate that granola bar. And that's how I knew that eating for your blood type was beneficial for me. I knew that it was real and I knew that it was a good thing. So it's been a year well, over a year since I went. And it has been a hard journey transitioning into a high protein diet when I trained my mind to literally hate meat, like, or even hate the thought of eating a dead animal. Like, I trained my mind to hate it. Even with my degree being in food science, it was crazy to me how I took a course called Meat Science, where we watched animals get slaughtered, and then people would go to the calf after that and eat the same animal that we just watched get slaughtered, and that used to blow my mind, especially as a vegan. I'm like, what? So... Fast forward to now, and it's like I have to reprogram my brain and my mindset to eat better for what my body can tolerate. And this is in no way, this episode is not for me to tell you what to do with your body, or, you know, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a dietitian. I'm literally just telling you why I'm not vegan, and what my diet is now, and what has been beneficial to me. And I really want you guys to do your own research with anything or any information that you're given. For example, there was a girl on TikTok that was talking about how sea moss was detrimental to her health. She was like, you guys be careful with CMOS, it's high in iodine, and now I have thyroid issues because I have too much iodine in my diet. Now, that's how it was for her, but me being O-positive and knowing that O-positive people have thyroid issues from having low iodine, CMOS is beneficial to my diet. But if I listen to her, I could be avoiding something that, was, that would help me. Whereas it was not good for her. And learning to eat for my blood type in made me realize that there's no one size fit all diet. There is no one size fit all diet. And I know some of my friends or people that knew me as a vegan is gonna listen to this and be like, Girl, what? Cause when I was vegan, I used to preach. I used to be on there like, we need to quit eating meat and we need to start eating like this and Yes, I was that person and now that I know how to eat for my blood type. I know everybody's like, "Girl, what? You was telling us not to eat this and that." <laughs> but, you know, we all grow learn and develop as time goes on. And you couldn't tell 21-year-old me that, you know, I wasn't, you know, a super vegan. <laughs> so, it just goes to say that You know, just be careful with what you consume and that's not even just like, you know, orally through your mouth, but also on your skin or what you watch on social media. Take everything with a grain of salt and do your own research. And I say that too because let's say, for example, you're A-positive blood type. I know that A-positive people, it says that peanuts are good for them. It's cancer fighting, whereas an O-positive Peanuts can cause fibroids. And also, what if you're A-positive and it's supposed to be good for you, but now you're allergic to peanuts. So now you're excluded from that. So that's how you know there's no one-size-fit-all diet. So you really want to be careful with what or who you're listening to and do your own research. You want to see how your body reacts to certain things. And make the choice to add or eliminate based off how your body reacts and not something that you were necessarily told. Because nobody knows your body better than you do. And that's why I am no longer vegan and why I now eat for my blood type. And with that being said, that is the end of this episode. And I thank you guys for listening. And I want to say that I haven't said this in my previous episodes, but my social media, my Instagram, and TikTok handles are Chateau chateaupiche, that's C-H-A-T-E-A-U-P-E-A-C-H-E, on Instagram and TikTok. And I am open to answering any questions that you may have also, if you would like to follow the podcast for updates, the podcast is Peachy by Nature Podcast on Instagram. I post updates of when the shows will air on there. So follow the page to stay updated. And I just want to thank you all for listening and I want to thank you all for your support. Until next time, mwah. it is time for tonight's wind down drink. Tonight, I am drinking my favorite wine. It's by Chateau Alain, and it's called Summer Wine. This is a muscadine grape wine with peach and other fruity flavors. You can get this wine at your local Publix, or if you're in Georgia, you can just go to Chateau Alain and pick it up. This wine is 13.5% by volume. And guys, please remember to drink responsibly. It is time for a peachy hygiene tip. You guys, please, please, please floss. You may be talking to that boy or that girl that you've been wanting to shoot your shot with and not even realize that your breath is kicking because you have three-day-old hot Cheetos stuck in between your teeth, If you guys really want to get into it, you can get a water flosser or you can get regular dental floss from Target or Walmart. Also, for oral hygiene, make sure that you're going to your dentist every six months for a cleaning. You can also get teeth whitening services. Make sure you're filling in your cavities, or even if you want, get braces or Invisalign. But make sure you're seeing your dentist for oral hygiene and maintain it every day with brushing, flossing, and mouthwash. Brushing and mouthwash is not enough. You have to floss. And that's a peachy hygiene tip.